Alright, third part. Uh, third paragraph heading. Awake out of spiritual sleep. Verses 11 through 14. Awake out of spiritual sleep. Verses 11 through 14. Let's read verses 11 through 14. And that knowing the time, and now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly, as in the as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, and not in strife and envying, but put you on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make no provision, I'm sorry, make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lusts thereof. The word time means season. Knowing, uh, verse 11, and that, knowing the season. Remember, uh, remember Christ talked to Israel about the season. He said that the, the fig tree, yeah. you can't see the signs of the time. How do you know yeah. when it's, you go outside and you look at the clouds and you say, oh, well, the clouds are such and such, therefore, rain. And he basically, you know, you can't even see the time. This, you can't even see the signs of the times, the season. But really, they rejected Christ. They rejected the kingdom that was offered to them. That's what they couldn't see. That's what we were talking about. So, time is season. The word "sleep" indicates a deep sleep, and is used metaphorically of an insensitivity to the significance of one's present life in Christ. So sleep indicates a deep sleep and is used metaphorically of insensitivity to the significance of one's present life in Christ. Verse 11 says, For now is our salvation nearer than when we believe. Speaks of the coming resurrection and the believer at that time being glorified. The word night refers to everything up unto the coming resurrection. The word day refers to everything after the coming resurrection. So the word night refers to everything up unto the coming resurrection. The word day refers to everything after the coming resurrection. So remember, in the night, before the coming resurrection, which so we're not going to be in glorified state. But in the day is after the resurrection, which we will be in glorified state. Praise God! Praise God! Let us cast off the clothes of darkness. And let us put on the clothes of light. That's what is said in verse 12. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Which just expresses that 
The trump of God could sound at any moment. So because the trump of God could sound at any moment, let us therefore cast off the works of darkness, the clothes of darkness. Let us cast off the old man. In the nutshell, very easy. What Paul is saying, stop living like you are the old man. Yeah. Take it off like a garment, set it aside. And put on the clothes of light. Put on Christ. Put on Christ's likeness. You've been changed. You've been crucified to the old man and resurrected. Live like it. Live. <laughs> Live like it. Take, take off the works of darkness. Take off covetousness. Take off lust. Take off lying. Take off envy. Set it aside. Take off rebellion. Set it aside. That's all works of the darkness. That's all the old man. That's a part of who you were before you came to Christ. That's a part of who you were before you got saved. That's who you used to be. But now you're in Him. Now you're in Christ. You've been crucified to who you used to be. So put off who you used to be because you've been crucified to it. You're dead to it. Stop living like you are not dead to it. And put on the new man. Put on the new, put on Christ. Mm. Put on, put on love. Put on patience, meekness, kindness, long suffering. That's all fruit of the Spirit. Put on Christ's likeness. Put on the new man, which is what you are now. Praise God. Because of Calvary, cast off all that was the old man and put on all that is the new man in Christ Jesus. You have been crucified to the old man. So why are you putting it on? My favorite thing about the cross, you don't have to. Yeah, it's yeah. He's already done it. Right, right. So stop putting on the old man. Right. Boy, that stop putting it on. You, you've already been crucified to it. So don't stop getting up and putting it on and going about your day in the old man because that's not what you are. Right. It's not what you are. You're not the old Sarah. You've been crucified to it. In Christ Jesus. Yeah. So stop putting on the old Sarah and living like you are the old Sarah because you're not. Right. Praise God. Amen. What I didn't say is do this. 
in order to be like Christ, pray three hours. I didn't say that. I said, Christ has already done it. Why are you putting on the old man? You don't have to. Why do you put on the deeds of darkness of your former life before you came to Christ? Why do you put that on when it's not who you are any longer? Why do you gossip? That's not who you are any longer in Christ. Put, take it off and just lay it aside. You don't need it. Good. See that? Okay. <laughs> See when you really got a struggle that you can't get out of your life, and you just don't quite get it, and then and then some spirit-led minister says, "Put it off, brother. <laughs> you don't have to." But the weight that comes off of you. Is no words to express. Yeah. Wait a minute. And one day it just clicks. Why am I doing that? I have to do this. Right. The Lord's already delivered me from this. Why do I give in to this? I have to do that. And that at that moment, you just took all. You just take off that old man. You just did it right there. It just clicked. Right. That's how you. That's how you get. Well, that's how we progress in sanctification. That's how we get victory. Christ has already done it. My Lord, you got a struggle? Take off. Just don't put it on. Just take it off. Take off the old man. Lay that garment aside. Right. You don't have to do it. My dad put that jacket on this morning because he wanted to wear it. Nobody forced him to wear that jacket. He's free from that jacket. Amen. That's how we are with the old man. We're free from that. You have, to, you have to put that on. You have to put that on. Take that off. Put on Jesus. Yes. Put on his righteousness yes. by faith. Yes. Put on his victory by faith. My Lord, put on his provision by faith. My Lord, thank you. We should reveal on the outside what we are on the inside. Born again Christians. We have, as Christians sometimes, we walk around and on the outside what we show is not really what we are on the inside. Yeah. And most of the times because our faith isn't right. Mm. So what's being expressed on the outside is of the old man. We look like the old man, not the new man. It doesn't mean that we are a new creation. It means that you're putting on, you're putting on a garment you ain't got to put on. God right. put that on. Right. It doesn't have dominion over you any longer. You've been crucified with Christ. It doesn't fit you anymore. That's right. Drunkenness, rioting, chambering, wantonness, strife, and envy are all clothing of the darkness. As a believer, 
Now, try not, don't have a heart attack on me with this statement here. I'm a born-again believer, a new creation in Christ Jesus. If I drink alcohol, I'm not going to hell. Right. That's right. Because I didn't get saved by not doing something, so I can't lose my salvation by doing something. As long as I keep believing... But drunkenness is clothing of the darkness. My Lord, I don't got to put that on. I've been delivered from that. Even though I have the freedom to do it, I don't want anything to do with that. Because it's not of Christ. It's not going to benefit me in any way in my walk with the Lord. It's not going to edify me in my faith. It's not going to build me up. It's not beneficial for me. It might not send me to hell, but it has no benefit to me in my walk with the Lord. Right. And I've been delivered from the old man, and drunkenness was a part of the old man. And because of Jesus, I took that garment off, and I don't want to put it back on. The believer is to be in Christ, put on Christ's likeness. The believer is to take full advantage of all that Christ offers. He has provided all that is needed for life and godliness through Calvary. If the believer does not look to Christ and the cross daily, provision for the flesh is being made, which the lust of the flesh will be manifested. If you are not looking to Christ and the cross, yeah. you've already made provision for the flesh. Right. Oh, I want you to hear that. Yeah. A lot of times we say, don't make provision for the flesh. And we say that, you know, well, okay, brother. Some of the ways I've heard it, if you struggle with such and say, I'm not saying that this is wrong, but I'm saying it's not, it doesn't quite hit didn't quite knit the nail on the head. Yeah. You struggle with alcohol, don't keep alcohol in your house. Don't make provision for the flesh. Now, I'm not saying that's wrong. I agree with it. But at the same time, I think it misses the mark a little bit. The truth is, if your faith is not in Christ and the cross, you've already made provision for the flesh. It wasn't provision for the flesh wasn't made when you had alcohol in your house. Right. 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 You already made provision for the flesh when you didn't put your faith in the cross of Christ. Yes. Yes. And if your faith is in the cross of Christ, guess what you won't have? Yeah. In your house. True. Because you don't need it. Yeah, no benefit to you. What do you need that for? As of the, of the old man, of the darkness, I don't need it. Take it off. If the believer does not look to Christ and the cross daily, provision for the flesh is being made, which the lust of the flesh will be manifested. A lot of times we don't take full advantage of what Christ has done because we don't look to it. 
we make it uh, of no effect. We just make we make the cross of no effect when we don't avail ourselves to it. I know that Christ has given me victory over this, but and we never look there. We just we make it of no effect. We just we make it empty, vain. Brother Boer teaches, and I, I have to agree with it, that if we don't appropriate a, a certain benefit of Calvary in our hearts and our lives that Christ has paid for, we are taking the Lord's name in vain. All the names of God are, you see, different names. We covered some in the prayer in the, in the prayer earlier. I didn't say the name, but we prayed it. He didn't know. He didn't know, but we prayed it. <laughs> Jehovah Sin Canoe. Jehovah, my righteousness. If I don't avail myself to Christ as my righteousness, justification by faith, I make that name of God empty, vain. You see, you see, we're yeah. down the line. There's a bunch of names. Mm -hmm. But if we don't appropriate that to our hearts and us, we, we are taking the Lord's name in vain. Yeah. And if we don't appropriate the things that Christ has already provided for us, and we're not placing our faith in the cross daily, we're already making provision for the flesh. That's good. To everything goes to faith. Not less, not doing faith. Yeah. If I don't, if, if me, if I don't place my faith in Christ and what He's done for me, and avail all the benefits of Calvary and yield myself to it, if I don't do that, I've already made provision for the flesh. Right. Yeah. I've already given the enemy a foothold. Uh, that's the end of chapter 13. Is there any questions, comments? Well, I just want to say it in 11. It says, uh, The believer is to do everything with the judgment seat of Christ in view. Yeah. yeah. I like the way it's like yeah. to put that in. Yeah.